Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me Father Chris. Father Chris, welcome back. Thank you. Good to be here. And today we are going to talk about something which, um, if Leslie includes this in the <laughs> blooper reel, they will know. Uh, you didn't remember what this was until two minutes ago. Um, we're going to talk about Pius XII's Apostolic Constitution Sacramentum Ordinis of 1947. Everyone is thrilled. It's super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's set the scene. Good. What is form and matter in a sacrament? Oh, gosh. Okay. So a sacrament, right, uh, just very kind of Baltimore Catechism definition, Mm -hmm. outward sign instituted by Christ to give grace. So it's an outward sign uh, of an inward reality um, through which we receive divine life in Mm -hmm. us. Um, Okay, so the the form is basically what the priest uh, says. Yep. The, The matter is the material, this, like whatever right, happens, the right? Symbol. So the pour, yeah, yeah. The symbol, so the, the pouring of the water for baptism, the um, bread and wine for bread and wine, Eucharist, exactly. yeah. uh, So, Okay, so that's the form and matter. So what is the form and matter of ordination? Well, I don't know the form, like it's the part well, okay. in the it's prayer the, of ordination. It's the part in the prayer of ordination, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Like, you know, share your priesthood with them or something, yeah, exactly. asking Jesus to do that. Uh, the matter is the laying on of hands. Exactly, and people might be interested to find out that it was only definitively set as the laying on of hands in 1947 in a little apostolic constitution called Sacramentum Ordinis by Pius XII. You're right. They might be interested in that. I know. Well, it's, it's super <laughs> interesting. So you no, think, it, is. it is. Now, in the early church, there was the laying on of hands. Right. Uh, that's basically what the data shows us. But in the Middle Ages, they thought that mm-hmm. the matter of the sacrament was not the laying on of hands, but was the traditio instrumentorum, right. the passing on of the instruments. And... Uh, do you remember what that is? So, yeah, it's when... We still have it. Yeah, we still have right. it, yeah. Um, it's, it's when the bishop hands the chalice and the patent to the priest. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Says, uh, understand what you do, imitate what you celebrate, and conform your life to the mystery of the Lord's cross. Exactly, exactly. And, and in, in the diaconate, it's handing on of right. the, the book, and in the um, episcopacy, I guess, he hands on a lot of stuff, like uh, yeah, the, the crozier and the ring and all that kind of stuff. So that's what they thought the form of matter was. Did they ever think that the the matter was the uh As far as I can tell, no. Okay. Yeah. And and the reason behind it was like St. Thomas says, well, the this isn't this is a sacrament of 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 uh, giving Christ power. And so the mm. symbol of giving Christ power would be like the symbol of the authority or the power that's being um given. And so that would be the 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 chalice and the patent because now as a priest you can consecrate okay. the Eucharist. You have this new power. And this was the case, um, this was declared by an ecumenical council, the Council of Florence, in their decree to the, letter of the, uh, to, the, uh, to the Armenians. And then several times during history when they, for some reason, forgot the passing on of the instruments, uh, the, the, the Vatican said, no, you got to redo it because you, you, didn't, you wow. didn't do this. So Florence said that the passing mm-hmm. on of the instruments was... Exactly. The, wow. And that's what St. Thomas said, thought, too. So like they were quoting word for sure, word from sure. St. Thomas. Okay. And so... All of a sudden, in 1947, Pius XII changes it <laughs> and sure. goes back to the history of the laying on of hands. And so there are a couple of reasons why he did it. Um, one was there was a growing understanding of what the, 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 the passing on the instruments, though it might have been the matter of the sacrament back then, like it wasn't really the, the longest standing tradition. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it okay. definitely came in the Middle Ages. Okay. Now, they probably it probably was the matter of the sacrament after the decree in the Council of Florence and that kind of understanding, but 
um, the church has the power to change these things okay, in so certain circumstances. I was going to say, so we have to, we have to unpack this. Like, yeah. How can it have been the matter of the sacrament possibly at one time mm-hmm. and is no longer? Like, does that mean that we could change uh, the pouring of water to something else? Well, right? so I, I have a great example for this that I think is immediately applicable to our current situation, great. which is, okay, I'm a human being. I want to convey to a friend, maybe you, maybe not, that I have affection for them, right? So <laughs> okay. in, in certain circumstances, that would be conveyed through, a, through an embrace, through a hug, right? Right, sure. But the circumstances of our society have changed such that that is no longer a, ter- a, a feeling of endearment, but one of almost, you know, oh my gosh, you're going to give me COVID and, and would not be received <laughs> as, as, as what it's meant to be a term of endearment, okay. but could be something okay. else. So now the universal symbol of endearment and greeting and everything else is the elbow bump, wow. right? Wow. So that is a new way of expressing the same reality that I'm trying to convey based on the current societal situation. Mm-hmm. Now, the sacraments are part of the church and the church is the mystical body of Christ and they are outward signs that help convey uh, certain meanings that Christ decided to, to, to institute. And they could conceivably change based off of current cultural norms. Sure. Now, certain things can't change. I was, okay, I was going to say, like, does that mean they're totally in flux? <laughs> no, certainly not. And they're done, it's done very slowly and very carefully because <laughs> you don't want to just throw things off. And it hasn't happened that many times in history, but it has happened. You know, sure. the form of marriage has changed a couple times and... Um, confirmation. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You can't change the matter. Change the matter. <laughs> but, but the things that we are certain you can't change are um, baptism and Eucharist, like because Jesus himself set the form of matter for that. And so whatever Jesus set for sure, we say, can't change yeah, that. That's, pretty we're, we're, that's, out, that's outside of our perspective. But the things that the, have developed over time, the church is the guardian of the sacraments, and the sacraments flow from the reality of Christ as the mystical body. Um, which is the church, you know. And so the church has some leeway to kind of make these changes. It's a pretty uh, just remarkable uh, expression of the church being the body of Christ. Mm, Exactly. That it it is, um, Jesus is continuing presence Mm -hmm. in the world in a very real, tangible way. Yeah, pretty amazing. Exactly. And and, and thinking about, like, okay, if you, um, you know, if you encounter someone and you talk to someone and you say, like, let's say I'm talking to you and I see your face. And I, I, I wouldn't say to someone, oh, yeah, I had a nice chat with Father Chris's face the other day. I would say, <laughs> I had a nice chat with Father Chris, you know, sure, or sure. if I, um, if I, we gave a high five, like, I wouldn't say I received affirmation from Father Chris's hand. I would say <laughs> Father Chris gave me affirmation sure, in the form of a high yeah, five. Yeah. And so the body of Christ is like that, that in each of the members, in a certain sense, conveys the wholeness of the reality of Christ mm-hmm. insofar as they're, they're connected mm-hmm, to that body. Mm-hmm. And it's a particularly true in an extraordinary way of these sacraments. They convey some aspect of Christ's own nature through this efficacious sign, which, you know, I can change what a high five means in certain senses, but there are certain things, certain human interactions right. that are built into us that we can't change. Right. So that's why, like, Judas's kiss of Jesus at the betrayal is so horrible, because the kiss is meant to express absolutely everything opposite what he tried to make it <laughs> right, express. right. Um, and so it's kind of like that with the sacraments. There, there are certain things we can't change that definitively convey Christ's grace working through his mystical body. And there are certain things that we can kind of, so long as they continue to convey that same meaning yeah. and the church is the one that sets it, you know, that it, changes it. It's almost like the church is a living body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which it is. <laughs> and so the laying on of hands, now, now an interesting historical note before oh. we go forward, which we have to say, the Council of Florence 
knew that the Greek Eastern Church did not have a handing on of instruments, and they did not require the Greek Eastern Church to change their rite of ordination. Mm. They knew that they just used the laying on of hands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it was assumed that even though it was prescribed that this was the laying on of hands, this was the the matter of the sacrament in the in the West, that that was equally accessible or, or equally acceptable, and um, and so when Pius XII said this, he's like, okay. This is the more ancient tradition. Sure. This unites us with the Greeks. This uh, conveys the reality of the priesthood, which is more than just a power, but an entire change in your in your essence, in a certain mm-hmm. sense, to be configured to Christ. And uh, and so he's like, okay, let's go for it. 1947, I'm going to write this little <laughs> apostolic constitution, and uh, the rest is history. There yeah. we go. Wow. So pretty cool, huh? Uh, yeah, Definitely. Also, super, super in the weeds, but um, I didn't even go into the very detailed dates in which the Holy Office said that they had oh, to redo the we, ordination. Do we, do we have time? To, no, oh. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have to leave that uh, there. But <laughs> you can, time. you can look it up in Leeming or something like that and, and figure that out. Okay, well, if you liked this like nerdy uh, trek into God sacramental theology, you. <laughs> um, you have listened to the right podcast. Um, if you'd like to find other episodes that are equally or even more nerdy. Uh, check out catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Um, just search for Catholic Bites, Bites with a Y. And while you're there, if you want to um, re- subscribe or leave a review, that always helps us. Um, or just tell your friends about it. Um, it's very helpful. Catholic Bites is a, pod- is a production of Cast Catholic Media. Thank you, Father Chris, for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. God bless you. <laughs>